Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of DIY Money. Allie with the introduction, DIY Money. Add it, girl. I had to get some energy out. I like it. That's great. You've been doing all kinds of stuff to get your energy out lately. Yeah, I've been very busy these this week, really. What's been going on? What have you been doing? Oh, man. Well, my roommate gets married on Saturday. Okay. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of my best friends from... Actually, my prior roommate before this one, and for a while we all lived together, is in town. So yesterday we did a big climbing adventure in the gorge. Mm, I have three yep, people sleeping gorge. at my house right now. Wow. It's been wild. Yeah, you said you guys climbed like all day. Like from like eight in the morning till like six at night. You just were climbing <laughs> mountains. Not quite eight, but we were out there for a while. Holy cow. Do you do that often? No. Okay. No. I, I climb indoors often. Mm. But outdoors for one, it's a huge hassle to get all the gear out there. And unless you're going to be out there for, in my opinion, three or four hours at least, to me, I don't know if it's worth packing all that stuff or not. Huh. But so that's that cool. was. So what's the rest of the agenda for the weekend? Any other fun, exciting? Oh, man. I mean, the wedding, right? Yeah, of course, the okay. wedding. Okay. I also, we're, she's doing quite the DIY um, in a very literal way, not the show technique on the her wedding so we're doing a lot of the catering and things on our own oh which will be sweet you're cooking but i was told my job on friday is to cut enough vegetables for 250 people wow so that's gonna be a task wow what mm-hmm. what vegetables are you cutting i haven't been told yet i think she's doing like like a normal shark charcuterie did i say that right char yeah, yeah, yeah. char or char I'm not bougie enough I to don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know why I asked you. Daniel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He would Daniel know. Would He'd know. be like, it's a charcuterie board. Yes, exactly. Um, charcuterie. Charcuterie. So you're cutting charcuterie boards for yeah. 250 people. That's the plan. That is my nightmare. It's that sounds be. terrible. I'm sorry. That sounds <laughs> so terrible. You're not a veggie cutter guy? I mean, I love cooking, but for 250 people, that's a lot of vegetables. Wow. We shall see. What do you cut for a charcuterie board? I think it was just like cheese. Well, yeah, I think normally it's cheese and like olives and stuff, but then she's doing like a veggie tray. I guess that's not technically charcuterie. Mm. I'm the veggie gal. Mm. Okay. And then we're doing, of course, hanging all the decorations, and then we have the rehearsal dinner, and then everyone is sleeping at our apartment, which will be tight to say the least. It's going to be a crazy weekend. I tell you what. So... I got married about eight months ago. That gives me PTSD. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah, I remember those times. There's so I'll a, just, I'll count you out for helping cut yeah, veggies no, on I Friday. Yeah, no, I'm not coming. All right, I veggies. won't bring them that by the is office. the last thing I am doing for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, have fun with that. Yeah, be um, praying for us. <laughs> great. Well, some housekeeping, odds and ends. Um, make sure you send us our questions. We've been getting really good questions. You guys have been keeping them around a minute. It's podcast at DIYmoney.org. That's podcast at DIYmoney.org. Send us a question. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card for sending that over to us. 
Uh, we are sponsored by Jewel Financial. So if you wonder what Allie and I do all day, it's not talk about cutting vegetables. We actually um, are part of a firm, Jewel Financial, that helps people all across the country. We've created a wealth development program for folks that are in need of some extra assistance, whether that is for a complicated issue that they have, if they want to put together a financial plan. And and we love working with people that are on the younger side that are trying to build wealth over time. So feel free to reach out to us. Look at our website, jewelfinancial.com, and check out our wealth development page to learn a little bit more. And from there, we're going to go straight into our question. We have a good question today from Rob. So Rob, what do you got? DIY! Hi DIY Money, this is Rob. I plan to retire in about 10 years and I currently live in a state with no income tax. However, I might very well move to a state with income tax and by then the Trump era tax cuts are due to expire. So I'm wondering if I should start to reset my capital gains now to take advantage of a lower tax rate and reduce my future taxes. Can you talk a little bit about your perspective on the pros and cons of resetting capital gains. Thanks, and I enjoy your show. Great question, Rob. All right, Allie, we obviously brought you on for a reason, CPA, to go over some of this. Talk about a couple of the different parts of that question, because there's a lot there. So let's start with Cuts and Jobs Act that talks about cutting those taxes in the few years now, and then I think 2026 is the time when taxes change. So talk a bit more about that. So right now, there are reduced, for what they have been, tax rates in effect. And one of the most notable ones to mention for this question specifically is there is a 0% level towards the long-term capital gains tax, which is a great advantage. Whether or not that will stick around, it's hard to say for certain. I think most people think that that will lapse and we will go back to uh, higher income tax brackets, but we're not really sure at this point. It would be dependent on legislation. For one, let's just stop for a second. I think one of the best parts about this question, and you can already tell that Rob is thinking way down the lines because he was talking about retirement in 10 years. I might move to a state with income tax right now. I don't have it. One of the things that I think is great about this question is it shows how important it is to not only plan for How can I maximize my taxes now, but what kind of things can I do now to set myself up in a much better position later? The other thing that Rob is talking about is capital gains. So there's income tax, states that don't have income tax. So if you think about some of the bigger ones around us, Tennessee, Florida, Texas is obviously a large one, that do not have state income tax. There's also states that have no tax, state tax on capital gains as well. So some of those are similar, Tennessee, Texas, um, Florida as well. I think New Hampshire, Nevada, they might all be the same. I'm not 100% sure, but as the ones that don't have income tax. But what Rob is really asking is if I have a certain tax rate now that I know I'm pretty much locked into, I I know exactly what I'm going to pay in taxes now, there's uncertainty because my taxes could be higher in the future, especially when I get to retirement age and I'm actually going to need some of this money, right? I'm actually going to need to start drawing money out of my accounts and living off of it. So a couple different angles. When you're thinking about state income tax, the money that Rob would be taking out of retirement accounts to live off of in retirement, that would be a savings 
if they stayed in the te- in the current state that he's in that doesn't have income tax. But kind of tackling his core question of capital gains in the state that he is now, when he says resetting those, I think what he means is just selling some of the gains that he has currently, paying the capital gains tax, rebuying whatever it is, and then having that grow and not have as much gains whenever he's in a state that takes those taxes away. So, Ali, what do you think of that strategy? I think that's a generally a good strategy. Two things that you would need to balance in taking that approach. And actually, I commend this. I think it's very common for people as they approach their taxes to think only about how their federal income tax will be affected and not even think twice about state. Right. Just say, oh, it's the lower tax percentage typically. Who cares? So I would caution someone to make sure that when doing that, they're still thinking about the long-term implications of their federal taxes and not just that they have no income tax on the state for now. And this is what I mean by that. If, for example, Rob is in retirement in 10 years, I have no idea what his income is like. But say an individual's income drops significantly, we're not sure exactly how the tax rates will change between now and 10 years from now. But if the tax rate on the capital gains was lower than 15%, now you would be paying 0% tax. But eventually, if it bumped up to 15 that difference could offset and make it where it wasn't quite as beneficial to pay 0% state tax now. You got to look at the whole picture, right? You, you have to look at your income now, what bracket you're in, not only for your income side, but also for the capital gains side, right? So Correct. there's there is brackets for capital gains, whether you're in a 0% capital gains tax rate, 15% or 20% on the federal level, or if you're talking about capital gains on your state level. So Rob, I think this is a good is a good idea. Maybe you don't take all of the gains necessarily and hedge a little bit, but taking some of your gains now and, and now paying the taxes federally, but not on the state level, will probably save you in the future, especially because federal is going to go up. I mean, this government's going to have to pay for taxes at, or pay for some of the spending at some point. So we expect federal spending or taxes to go up over time. We expect potentially in your situation, the state tax to go up as well. So I think it's a great strategy to utilize. I would, though, Rob, look into some other areas. Make sure you have kind of a full comprehensive plan to see if there is any other options to reduce your taxable gains. So we talk about a donor-advised fund a lot of the time in our office. For those that are charitably minded, that give charitably, moving money over that is appreciated in stock from the appreciated stock, moving it over to a donor-advised fund where you will not pay the capital gains tax, and then you can go back into your original brokerage account and buy that same asset, stock, fund, and now you've raised your capital gains. You've raised what your cost basis is. So I like the strategy, Rob. I think it's a great option to start hedging for what your retirement looks like and for the potential of you moving and now having higher taxes. Unfortunately, there's not much you can do on the state side for retirement accounts, but if you do stay in those 0% state income tax brackets, it's really nice benefit for those that are retired because in Kentucky, it's 4.5%. So if you draw money out of your retirement account, you're paying 4.5% at the state level. That's a big difference, even though, like you said, Allie, 
people don't consider it that much on the state level. It, it is. It makes it makes a large difference. So I like Rob thinking ahead. I like this question. Anything else to add? I think that sums it up. Wrap it up. Thank you for sending that question, Rob. Um, and thank you all for listening. Feel free to give us that review on Apple Podcasts. Keep doing what you all are doing. Keep listening. Tell your friends about it this summer. Um, and friends, the secret to wealth is really very simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest. Do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decision, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed. 